Hello everybody, welcome back to the Escape Pod. Thank you for escaping with us. That's Andrew, I'm Alex. And as always, with great power comes great Merry Christmas ability! Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho! Ho, ho, ho! Who's a better Santa? You, for sure. Because I'm... You're much kinder, but more importantly, it's like, other than the podcast, your job is to be Santa. Oh, I get people stuff all it's the time. It's just instead of milk and cookies, you ask for correct answers on Dude, trivia. imagine, like, like I go all Jack Skellington, I'm like, I'm going to take over for Christmas for one year and I go in and instead of just putting stuff in stockings and under the tree yeah. I'm like I like wake him up I'm like hey wake hey, up hey what's Iron Man's real name <laughs> and they're like right. I, I don't All know right. you get coal <laughs> and I'm like I just put coal in their stocking <laughs> watch more Marvel and then I go up the chimney <laughs> watch more movies <laughs> <laughs> uh, who directed Killers of the Flower Moon uh, I don't know. Watch you, more movies. <laughs> watch more movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so Merry Christmas to you, to one and all. And uh, to all a good night. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. And if you don't celebrate any of that, Con- I got nothing con- for you. Convert to a religion. No, no. Don't do that. <laughs> Let's Become Jewish or something. I don't know. Why would Jewish be like the... If, if I was an atheist and I had all the religions to pick from, I don't think I'd pick Judaism. But they get all those candles. They do. Right? They're like, well, how many? They got 10? Eight candles. There's eight? I think so. I'm pretty sure, yeah. You got a Jewish girlfriend. You should know this. I know. It better be eight. I'm pretty sure it's eight. Why We're, is it eight? What, what is the eight? It's like the eight days that they survived without the oil or something. Without the oil? Yeah, it's something. It's like a. It's nowhere near as interesting as the stuff in the Bible. They've told me the story, and it's this like, is like post Bible. Like they didn't have any oil for eight days, and they. Swear. I think so, right? I don't. It's not something in the Bible. I'm pretty sure it's like a Judaism thing. We're, we're, well, Judaism is about the Bible. Hanukkah. You don't want to separate. No, 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 no. Those like, two yeah. things. Uh. Hanuk- yeah, 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 yeah. This is, uh, well, maybe this is in the Bible, but this is not. Yeah, I don't think so. Hanukkah is a Jewish festival commemorating the recovery of Jerusalem and subsequent rededication of the second temple at the beginning of the Maccabean revolt against the Seleucid Empire in the second century BCE. Well, that would probably be in the Bible. Maybe. But what it is. Or it's like, in biblical times, at least. Why eight days why eight? Hanukkah? The jar contained only enough oil to burn for one day. Miraculously, the oil burned for eight days until new consecrated oil could be found. Dude, I'm him, dude. Dude, that was sick. That was sick. You nailed it. Let's go. But see, it's nowhere to Passover. Passover's sick. Yeah. You know what Passover is, but Passover in the Bible. Yeah, it's sick. I will tell you. Death angel. Yeah, dude. I will say, I will say, obviously, I'm Catholic. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I believe in all the shit that you believe in. I'm just a little less strict about it than you. <laughs> um, but you're like a Christian, heavy-duty Christian. Everything is 100% real, everything like that. I do think that the best argument, though, that, like, God and our religion isn't real, I think the best argument for it is that, like, 90% of the Bible, 
Like if it was like in anime, it'd be like the most popular anime ever. Like the shit that happens no, in the Bible is sick. No, there's some weird stuff. Yeah, there's some weird stuff, but like it's sick. Can you imagine you're like, "Oh yeah, this is my people and like we were slaves, but then like, dude, this guy Moses came in with a bush on fire and he was just like, "Move that bitch over." And then split dude and freaking shadrach and mesak are just standing in fire not getting burned yeah dude like there's just there's a lot like like jesus walking on water i like there's a reason that these are the stories of the bible because these are the stories that like survived because they were like dude you hear about that walking on water business that's just hard i would tell people if i saw someone walking on water 100 percent. and that guy was like don't tell anybody for a while yeah and you, I mean, you already told people about my awesome magic trick last night. I'm sure you were bragging about me to everybody. Yeah, who'd you're you, a magician. Yeah, who'd you tell about my awesome trick? Rachel. You told her about yeah. it? What'd you say? I was like, dude, Andrew just nailed us with some f- dude, magic. Dude, I nailed We're sitting the in the middle of Cheesecake Factory, and you're just whipping out the cards, dude. And you got the magic touch, man. It was pretty sick. He, he had a trick where it, like, specifically looks like... I mess up. He messes it up. And me and me and our roommate Zach were like freaking out. And then he just he makes you look like a fool. He's like, boom, I boomed ya. You thought I messed up, I never mess up. I'm gonna it use was, I boomed ya. It was it was sick. Yeah. So uh so we got some fun stuff planned uh for Merry Christmas. We've got a Christmas songs mm-hmm. bracket. I feel like that's gonna get heated. I think so too. I love a good Christmas song. We have in agree or disagree that I've prepared. Um and uh, I just wanted to start talking about, because we're going to talk about it on the Patreon. We're going to do a full Christmas movie bracket. Yep. But as a preview to that, what are some of your favorite Christmas movies? What are some of your least favorite? Because I feel like I've got a hot take about a pretty popular Christmas movie. Sure. Uh, yeah, shout out all the patrons. Yeah, Thank you. absolutely. I you Here, here. I have an agree or disagree real quick. Let's hear it. Um, agree or disagree, the podcast would not be around without the Patreon. Yeah, like, like I like legitimately. I don't know if the podcast would still be a thing without our patrons. Legitimately, like I think we'd still probably do it, but like, it's a maybe, and like I wouldn't. I would have to be focused on other things to make rent <laughs> like, yeah. without them. Yeah. So shout out all of you. Merry yeah. Christmas to like, all y'all. Like Merry Christmas. Yeah. Like, so thank thank you. you so much. Um, and you know, I do feel like we work hard on it and give them a lot of stuff to watch and do over Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Like, like this bracket on the next episode. But uh, yeah, thank you. So favorite Christmas movies. Uh, normally I say a top two. My top two are It's a Wonderful Life. I think that's one of the best yeah, movies yeah. ever probably. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think of Home Alone 2? I think it's just as good or better than the original. I think it's an amazing sequel. So then why is it that in your top? Why is it in the top three? It could be. I just, I feel like it's one big movie. Both of those. Uh-huh. Like they're, it's the same exact structure. Mm-hmm. It's the same exact characters. Mm-hmm. It's like they just did the same thing again. And it was great. They just upped it a little bit, which is a perfect sequel. Um, yeah, I could maybe put Home Alone 2 in there instead. Uh, Home Alone 2 came out in the 90s, right? Probably. Pre-9-11, I think, right? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, Kevin McAllister isn't swinging around New York after 9-11. Uh, yeah, 92. Um, 
the reason I, I, I say that is just because uh, I, I always, like, I remember seeing that movie as a kid and, like, loving it. And then I remember, like, growing up, hadn't seen it in, like, 10 years and being like, yeah, I just don't like Home Alone 2 because it's not realistic. Because how the fuck did he, like, get to a different place from his family? Like, the airports, like, would never oh, allow that. Yeah. But then I saw it pretty recently, like, in the last five years with Rachel. Yeah. And we were watching, like, Christmas movies. And and I think they explain it exceptionally well. No, yeah. For, like, as ridiculous of a premise that is, but it's pre-9-11, so TSA is way less strict. Yeah. And that he bumps into the flight attendant lady, she drops all the tickets, and, like, so she never scans his ticket. It's this little kid. Oh, your dad is in there? All right, go. Makes perfect sense to me. Like, yeah. and I think that's really interesting. That's, like, really compelling. No, yeah, it was fun. I, I... I really like that. Harry. When he's getting hit with the bricks. You yeah. remember that scene? Yeah. <laughs> that scene's awesome. It's very comedic because like, it's one of those scenes where like, it's funny and then not funny and then funny again mm -hmm. because you keep thinking Harry is going to get hit with a brick because he keeps like turning and like every single time, like right at the last second, he just moves out of the way and it keeps hitting Marv. <laughs> and by like the sixth time it hits Marv, he's like, Harry. Hilarious. So good. <laughs> It's good. It's a good movie. So my the movie I have the hot take about is I am not really a fan of Elf. I don't. I think Elf is overrated. But everyone's gonna. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad either. I don't think it's bad. But like, constantly I'm seeing it be like the best Christmas movie for people, and I'm like, really? I totally understand it being other people's favorites. Um, that comedy and it's it's a classic. I think it's good. It's whatever. I just think it's a little overrated. And a lot of people are gonna say. You know, these guys aren't authentic. They just make up stuff because they want views. Shut the frick up. Um, I've always thought this. I, yeah. I, grew, I grew up with a family that just like no one in my family really liked Elf. Like Elf was not a big Christmas movie for us. We all watched it eventually. Yeah. We thought some of it was kind of stupid. Some of it's kind of awesome. Um, like the Will Ferrell comedy isn't like my specific type of like awesome comedy. Yeah, yeah. Like I think he can be funny sometimes, but like Anchorman, I don't think is that funny like at all. Um, well, that's wrong. I know. So. I know. I know. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's good. I'm not hating on it, but I do think it's a little overrated. Yeah, I just... Uh, so, Steve, Will Ferrell is my favorite comedic actor. Um, no question about it. But it's not because I love his style of comedy. I just think there's no other answer for me to put because he is a very prominent role, like the second lead in my two favorite comedies of all time, The Other Guys and Zoolander. So he like has to be up there just cause. But if you've seen The Other Guys, very different from his usual brand of comedy. I think I have a chance of liking The Other Guys. I don't think I'd like Zoolander that much. I just, like Rachel, my girlfriend, I've showed her probably a hundred movies. Um, she had never seen any of the MCU before dating me. She had never seen Star Wars before dating me. Like there's a million things I've showed her. Um, there are two movies that she's ever not liked. And one of them was Fight Club, but she was falling asleep because she was really, really tired. So she wakes up at all these twisty parts. She's got no idea what's going on. Yeah, so she's actually got interested seeing it again. Number two, she's seen it twice. Zoolander, she absolutely hates it. I understand that it's not for everybody. Yeah. Because it is so stupid. You don't think... So is Anchorman. But Anchorman's hilarious. Anchorman's one of my right, favorites. I, I think I laughed... I think I laughed one time during Anchorman, and it was when Jack Black drop kicked the dog off the bridge. You don't. 
For, I don't even laugh at that. But I that thought is that was funny. so funny. But you don't laugh at any of the Steve Carell stuff? Okay, yeah. Yes, I also said that. I said my favorite part of the movie is the Jack Black part and Steve Carell. Steve Carell did make me laugh a couple times. But, like, he's like a side I character. Lamp. <laughs> he was kind of funny. But you, you love the lamp. I love lamp. Brick, are you just saying things that, you know, you're just saying something that you love because we're saying things that we love? I love lamp. I love lamp. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Robin Williams and Jim Carrey are both comedic actors I like more. Yeah. Well, that's, that's fine. It's, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so the, you're, I'm with you. Like, the Will Ferrell shtick, mm-hmm. especially, like, that's, like, peak SNL Will Ferrell. That's just not my thing. Do you like SNL? Yeah. I don't think I have ever laughed at a single SNL skit ever. Yeah. We, we talked about this a little bit ago. Prime SNL, I think, is one of the funniest I haven't watched a ever. lot of it. I'm going to be honest. I haven't watched a lot of it. But whenever a friend shows me, he's like, oh, you got to see that SNL skit. And I'm just like watching it like, what? There's a lot of newer SNL that I think is really terrible. Yeah. But every once in a while, there will be a new SNL skit that was, I think is really funny. Was Will Ferrell in the cowbell? That's like one of the most famous. Yeah. I, I did like that one because someone in my family really liked that one. Yeah. I think Will Ferrell can be very funny, obviously. Well, my favorite SNL skit like of recent memory was actually like a, a like remote. It was cut for time, but it's a a theater, uh, a theater program at a high school and he is the director and <laughs> he's bringing out the cast list and it's a very funny, like, it's so accurate to how like actual theater works in high school. You would love it. How do, what do you think about the uh, Pete Davidson, Timothy Chalamet skirt, skirt, ski? So this is actually a great conversation to have because when that came out, I was in the thick of that, that world and people that they were making fun of at the time, like Lil Pump, I was getting dinner with that night, like type B, you know what I'm saying? So, I was like in the thick of that. So everybody I knew was extremely offended by that skit. Like extremely like, it's funny. This is whack as f-. this is not accurate. Like, like you guys are not funny. Like making tweets about it. Like, like talking amongst ourselves. Everybody was like super mad about it. There was a new one. Cause Timothy Chalamet was just on SNL to promote Wonka. And there was a new one where it's just Timothy Chalamet. And I, I thought it was really funny. And I hate him. <laughs> but I, I, so now that I'm not in that, I, maybe I would think, so I, I see the last one, I, I hate it. But this one I thought was actually pretty funny. We're filming this extremely early, so Wonka is not even out yet. No. But I have a friend who has seen it. Yeah. Would you like to know what they said? I've heard it's great. Really? Mm-hmm. From whom? Reviews online. People that saw it at the premiere, so give or take, you know, obviously. Oh, she was like... It tries to be Paddington and doesn't. Mm. She's like, some performances are good and then sometimes it's just not funny. Mm. I don't think it's going to be very good. I don't think so either, but I don't but like it. But I, I stand corrected lots of times. Wish was great. Elemental. So yeah. Yeah, Elf, it's uh, it's okay. I'd give it like a 6 out of 10. Probably give it a... Like most people give it like a eight, nine, ten. I'd, yeah, I'd give it like a seven. I know, I know somebody that it's in their top five favorite. But movies I will say, I have also only ever seen it once, and it was a long time ago. So it is one that I would like to see again. Okay, I will not join you for that personally. What if I rub your toes? 
No, you as you have recently learned, and you can tell everybody at home about this. Uh, I have toes of steel. I wouldn't even. They're feel impervious it. to yeah. most things. Yeah. Like a la Captain America's shield. Mm-hmm. I think your toes are vibranium, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing I could do to make. Like, what if I? Nothing. Is there anything I could do to your toes to make you watch Elf? Put a little mistletoe lo- to mistletoe over your toe. Ooh. Mistletoe. Mistletoe, literally. And with that, we're going to move on. Agree, disagree. <laughs> Agree or disagree, your favorite segment. I love these. These are so cute. Yes. Thank you, Ashley. Frick the rhinos. So that's a You ready? Stream bit. Yeah, okay. Samuel L. Jackson is an all-time great actor. <laughs> Three, two, one. Disagree. Agree. Yeah. I, I don't have any problem with you disagreeing with that. I love him. He's, but he's he's good. Well, here, here's the best argument for him. Uh-huh. The amount of stuff he's been in. Yes. I'm going to counter you. So what, I want to ask why you say disagree. Okay, because I just I have never seen a performance from him that made me be like, he was the best actor in this movie. Like, it blew me away. But the counter argument is every time I've ever seen him in a role, I was like, he's good. Mm-hmm. I've never been like, he's great. He blew me away, but he's been good in every single thing he's done. And if we're talking great, great can mean a lot of different things. It can be most talented, mm-hmm. but it also can also mean most iconic or prolific. Mm-hmm. He was in Star Wars. He's been in Marvel. Mm-hmm. He's been in Pulp Fiction. He's been in a Scorsese movie. He's been in so much stuff. So my counter to you is how many Quentin Tarantino movies have you seen? I know you recently saw Kill Bill 1 and 2, which he's not in. And Pulp Fiction and one more. And you've seen Pulp Fiction and one more. I can't remember which one it but was. But you haven't seen Django. Mm-mm. Oh, you've seen Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Yes, he's not in that one either. Mm. He is the lead of one of my favorite Tarantinos, which is called The Hateful Eight. Yes. And he is a really incredible side character in Django. And those two performances... Show me that at any drop of a hat, he can be incredible. He is incredible in both of those performances. So that's just... I should watch At the end of the day, the reason that you said no and I said yes, that he is an all-time great actor, is just because you haven't watched very many movies. He's great on... Great in... What did you just say? Yeah. Watch more movies, bum. Bum. He's great in uh, Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? Have you seen Deep Blue Sea? Uh, I, I didn't finish it. But you've it. seen the scene. Yeah. <laughs> Very similar to Snakes on a Plane. Snakes on a Plane is fantastic. I <laughs> Like, it's obviously terrible and just brutal and stupid and awesome. But it's awesome. <laughs> there is this, like, I watched it with Dre. So maybe that's why I liked uh, it so much. Because we were just clowning at the whole, like, having so much fun yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah. There, like, anytime something happened, we were like, oh! Yeah. There is a moment where a snake comes up in front of a woman. And she goes, ah! And it strikes into her mouth yeah. and bites her, th- like, in her throat. We yeah. were like, oh, dude. And it also bites someone's balls, I think. Yeah, it's crazy. Do, were you conscious when that movie was coming out? Yes. I remember the advertising of that movie being very serious. So when I watched it years and years later, I was like, oh, my, this is camp. Dude, this is awesome. Yeah, the, the only the only thing I knew about it was I'm sick of these mother effing snakes on this mother effing planet. Yeah, That's yeah. the only thing I knew. Yeah, it's great. All right. Uh, Adam Sandler movies get too much hate. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Disagree. Agree. It's the same argument as the Will Ferrell thing. Like, I don't think... 
I, well, number one, I don't think they get a lot of hate. I think most people love Adam Sandler. No, but like, like critics like constantly give like his movies like just go with it and this and that like twenty percent, thirty percent. I'm not saying those movies are good movies, by the way, but like, God, like this is not for you. Calm down. Like I remember, like you, you know Jack and Jill. Yeah. A lot of people say that's the worst movie ever made. It's not a good movie. It's not. It's not a good movie. But like to say it's the worst movie ever when things like Man of Steel and The Last Airbender exist, I think is crazy. Well, Man of Steel is probably better. No. Uh, the U.S., the country we live in, is the most naturally beautiful country in the world. Naturally. Yeah. Not architecture. Three, two, one. Agree. Three. A lot of people don't think this. Mm. There's two reasons for this. Mm. Obviously, lots of other places are known for specifically beautiful things like Japan mm-hmm. and like the Netherlands mm-hmm. and, and, and stuff like that. But like maybe because we live here and we're not known, we're known for so many other things mm-hmm. that aren't our natural whatever. Um, I saw a TikTok one time. That was like a person who has visited, like his, it was a travel page and he goes and films other places and he made a list of like, he did TikToks where he was like the most beautiful state, the most beautiful whatever. And then he made a TikTok that was like the most beautiful nation or country in the world. And like, basically he chose America and he like made the videos like, I know this is going to be an upset, but like y'all don't know. And then he showed all the places in America. You also have to remember... The United States is huge. That was my point. It's huge. Mm-hmm. It, like, it's the size of, like, Australia, which is, like, a continent. Or, like, I'm not, like, it's almost, it takes, like, you look at England and stuff like that. Those places are tiny mm-hmm. compared to the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the biggest country in the world, but it is huge. So we get so much. We have literally, like, three completely different climates yeah. in our country. So it's, like, the environments that you get. If you look at, like, what's beautiful in Arizona, it's completely different from Utah, which is completely different from Florida, which is completely different from upstate New York. It's California crazy. is beautiful. It's one of beautiful. My, it looks like when you're driving on these streets and you see the mountains in the distance, it looks like a freaking, like, green screen. It's uh-huh. very pretty. And also, if you count Alaska and Hawaii, we get yes. we get that stuff, too. yes. So I agree completely with everything you've just said. The only thing that you haven't said that I wanted to touch up on, have you ever been to the Grand Canyon? Yes. I had never been until this time last year. I'm coming up on my one year anniversary of my trip to the Grand Canyon. And I've never been so overwhelmed with emotion. It's sick. Like I've never seen something that has gotten the feeling out of me that I got sitting there. You just keep looking at it. You're like, this is not be real. <laughs> like it's so cool. Yeah. So that, that, that made it so that this was a clear agree for me. Also at the end of the day, like I've been out of the country one time. Like, mm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? For personal experience. Right, yeah. I have been, you know, I'm a man of the world. I've been plenty of places yeah, of course. and I would still say uh, the U S you're person. a man. You're a man of bad takes. Mm. Nova. Being in the MCU is way past due. Three, Three two, two, one, one the uh, easiest agree ever. Agree. Yes, because he's a great character and we're waiting and like whatever. But at the same time, I feel like they're going to do him when they're ready 
and like it makes sense and it fits. <laughs> um, like we we don't have X Men or Fantastic Four or a bunch of things in the MCU, and it's yeah, not because like. Like, they, we still don't have Nova. Like, Nova's is such a popular character. Like, growing up, Nova was a bigger, way bigger name to me than Iron Man. Yeah. And, like, we, we don't... It's just... it's He's coming. I know, but we know the X-Men is coming. You know, we know the Fantastic Four are coming. Where are we, what are we doing? Like, I remember seeing a video in 2014... It's a great video. It's one of my favorite YouTube videos of all time. It's from Mr. Sunday Movies. And um, he's talking about the Howard the Duck after credit scene in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. And he said, but, like, he was like, are we getting a Howard the Duck movie after this? And him and his uh, uh, co-host, Mason, are debating whether or not we're going to get a Howard the Duck movie after Guardians 1. And they say, ah, Probably not getting a Howard the Duck movie anytime soon because people would riot if we got a Howard the Duck movie before Black Widow or Black Panther or Nova. And it's like, at this point, I wouldn't be shocked if we got a Howard the Duck movie before Nova. And what are we going to do? Speaking of, I didn't even plan this. Howard the Duck is an S-tier character. Three, two, one. Disagree. Disagree. But... At his peak, I would go so far as to say A tier. Sure. I think Howard the Duck is like really overall funny or A-tier and likable. Marvel character. Marvel. There you go. Yeah. Sorry. No, not A tier character. Period. Mace Windu should be brat- brought back to life. Three, two, one. Disagree. disagree. Don't bring anyone back in Star Wars. Can people just stay dead? Yeah. I, many- I I would be down to see more projects with. Mace Windu uh-huh. pre him getting yeah. thrown off a building, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, don't don't do a resurrection thing. We already I, did that with Darth Maul. I just yeah, there's too much resurrections in Star Wars, right? Like death doesn't mean anything at this point. Somehow Palpatine returned, and a lot of people are thinking that they're gonna bring Moff Gideon back in Mando. Who cares? And it's ugh, don't do that. What's his name? Thrawn. Yeah. Nothing is better than sharing a beautiful memory that will last a lifetime with a significant other. This is a dig at you. I, trust me, knew that one. Because <laughs> you're alone, you know. You don't, like, have a significant other. Three, two, one. Agree. Disagree. It's just beautiful. It's a beautiful moment to have. Can you give me an example? Watching WandaVision week to week. With Rachel, maybe a go into the Grand Canyon mm-hmm. with Rachel, kissing in front of the castle, knowing that we're going to be able to show these pictures to our kids when we're raising a family, doing all the things that you so desperately want to be doing with your life, but you can't because you're alone. Yeah, I did all those things by myself. <laughs> I remember watching WandaVision in a bed by myself with the door closed and the <clears throat> lights out and crying. <laughs> <clears throat> what is grief? If not love persevering. I have kissed in front of the castle, though, but not with someone I'm going to be showing pictures. Did it last? Mm-mm. Nope. More mainstream artists should curate and compose albums for superhero movies like Metro Boomin for Spider-Verse 2 and Kendrick Lamar for Black Panther. Kendrick Lamar did Black Panther? Yes. <laughs> Three, two, one, agree. But I don't really care. But you listen. You love the Metro album. Yeah, but not because it's Metro. 
No, but we wouldn't have those songs if it wasn't for them reaching out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like for yeah, but I I like plenty of songs that aren't famous people from movies. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just want good good songs. Are good songs, dude. All right. Three is an S tier number. Three, two, one. Agree. Agree. I think every single digit number is an S tier number. Okay. Except maybe six. I don't like six very much. Okay. What do you have a take on it or? I don't think that's like a thing to have a take on. You don't like have favorite numbers and not favorite numbers. Not in the sense that I would put them in tier list based on whether they're whole or not. I just think like three is a cool number. Yeah, I think three's great. Yeah. I yeah I wow okay. What do you think about twelve? I'm not the biggest fan of twelve, but I think the twelve is like a maybe a tier maybe a b plus a minus if i was to say say a magical number what would you say boom go 33 i do a magic trick where i ask people that i'd say 99 percent of the time people say seven okay i don't know why i like seven a lot seven's a good number so why is it a magical number. number is it because of the bible i don't know seven days of creation uh, the and... seven is the big number in harry potter seven horcruxes Seven books, seven horcruxes. There's like seven everywhere. Harry Potter's number is seven in Quidditch. Like seven is a very popular number. Maybe that's why. Seven, there's seven memories in Half-Blood Prince. Seven Voldemort memories. It's all seven. Seven is like J.K. Rowling made everything seven. Cool. It makes the magic trick work when they say seven, so. Oh, sorry. Um, seven's a magic number, sure. Thirteen is a magical number. Twenty-five is a magical number. You know Why? Why? How old I am, baby. Mm, that's interesting. So next year it'll be 26. 25. 26 is a much worse number than 25. 25 will no longer be magical. Um. All right. Uh, what's your favorite number? What do we got? Like a white walker outside? Mm -hmm. That was crazy. What's your favorite number? I don't know. Oh. Three. Great pick. Name a woman. Yeah. You saw this? Um, Viola Davis. Did you see what I'm talking about? I'm not going to say Hillary Clinton. That's really funny. Normally, I don't say Hillary Clinton anyways. I think I normally... Uh, I used to always say this one woman. I can't remember who it is, but it wasn't Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Martin Scorsese has never made an enjoyable movie. Three, two, one. Disagree. Disagree. What movie has he made that is enjoyable? I really like Wolf of Wall Street. I give it like an 8 out of 10, even though it's really long. And it teeters. The first half is like a 10 out of 10. The first half is great, dude. And there's some great dialogue in some of his movies. Um, enjoyable is kind of a touchy word. Um, but no, it, Wolf of Wall Street is definitely enjoyable. And Goodfellas is really enjoyable for a lot of people. I just think it's kind of whatever. Prime Margot Robbie solos. In what way? This was a suggestion. From? I assume they mean like Prime Margot Robbie is the most beautiful woman, period. Easily. I think that that's what that sentence means. If I'm in touch with the Or youth. just like attractive, like... I don't know. Either way, it's disagree for me. Disagree. Yeah. She's one of the most beautiful women on earth, but I just don't think it's appropriate to talk about women like that. That's a lie. I know. Yeah, who are you putting over? I'm putting probably your your mother. 
Nice one. Um, who am I putting over there? Uh, we don't actually have to have that conversation. Yeah. Probably um, Adele for me. Kate Zero Beckinsale Suit Samus. for me. Princess Peach in Super Mario. Your mother. There you go. Got him. Oh, no. That's going to get him in trouble. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut that. Yeah. Uh, what is that at? 32 minutes. Excellent. Superhero movie fatigue will not be the death of superhero movies. Three, two, one. Agree. Agree. I don't think the death of superhero movies is imminent. Yeah, that's what. That's why. uh, Yeah. Superhero movie fatigue is absolutely a real thing, and it's setting in, and it's affecting the box office. But I kind of expect it to have a little bit of a resurgence with the James Gunn verse. You don't care in the slightest, do you? I'm just really enjoying looking at all these things I love. Yeah. Like, look, he's so cute. And Spider-Man and the Greatest Showman. It was a very nice gift. And Stitch. Uncle Iroh's the best. Charles Muntz, Suck My Balls. It's all fun. Cusco, Attack on Titan. Flying is enjoyable. Three, two, one, agree. What does flying include? Does it include everything that is in the airport and everything? Yes. I love the airport. What do you love about the airport? Here's the thing. Given the fact that I am a single lonely man, I do it solo quite a bit. (laughs) And I like it. You get up in the morning. Sometimes it's early. You got to drive yourself. Someone's driving you. You're taking an Uber. It's a little adventure. It's a mini. It feels like life. And I can, I'm bopping in the airport. I'm listening to music. I'm, I'm going somewhere. I might meet somebody in the airport. I could do magic for them. You don't know what's going to happen. I can get some Chick-fil-A. I'm listening. I'm down. I, I And on planes is when I catch up on movies. It's when I catch up on TV shows. I can plan out videos. Um, yeah, I like it. Um, I just I just feel, and you know. <laughs> yeah, I can't really say this without sounding like a douchebag, but I, can't, I think I've gone on two flights in the last year and a half where I have not been recognized at the airport. So I almost always meet someone. And I've, I've filmed with people at the airport before. I've given away, given away money at the airport before. Um, I've juggled at the airport before. Um, and then wherever you, whenever you get to your destination, you're somewhere new. Yeah, all of the positives you just said are all negatives for me. On top of the fact that airplanes are unbelievably uncomfortable and I can't breathe. I think you should be more positive. Okay. I think you should be less of a pessimist and just enjoy life. Okay. Andrew is more recognizable for the podcast than as the trivia guy. Three, two, one. Disagree. Disagree. I'm with you, and I completely agree, just because the the mass, right? But every single one of your videos now, it's all like, where's Hat Guy? It's all like people know you from the podcast. And we are going to Comic-Con this weekend, and I think... It's going to be a similar number. Like, I remember going to Megacon with you. Mm-hmm. 
and you got recognized like 50 times for being the trivia guy. And I got recognized, like the podcast got recognized like twice. Like I remember that. And absolutely, we had like 10,000 followers at the time, whatever, whatever. I think on Friday, I think it's going to be like 30, 25. And in terms of numbers? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if it's so, I don't think it's necessarily more because the, I think it's because the trivia just doesn't do as well right now. Like, like there's been months where I've gotten over a hundred million views on YouTube and like, Mm -hmm. I just don't do that right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm not as fresh on people's minds. Mm -hmm. So yeah, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only reason I put that in here. I, I just, I'm excited to film with people. Superman is only viewed poorly by people because of the poor portrayal of Henry Cavill's version of the character. Blame who you want, Zack Snyder, whatever, whatever. But the the statement is he's only viewed poorly by people because of that portrayal. Three, two, one. I disagree. Wow. What do you think it is? No, I think people are just stupid nowadays. How are they stupid? Just because they assume he's a bad character? Yeah, I think people nowadays want want more edgy stuff they don't uh, they don't enjoy like the purest characters like like superman superman as a character and a concept is way more fitting for like the 40s and 50s and 60s for people as opposed to now where like deadpool is way more popular almost so like the superman animated series was 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 good um almost because it was like a kid show and kids can enjoy it but i don't I don't, I don't know a lot of people our age. I don't know anyone our age who picks Superman as their favorite character. I know a lot of people my dad's age that probably would. And I don't think that's because Henry Cavill. Now, like, if they make a good Superman movie, that might change. But I wouldn't say it's because people think... Like, it's not because Henry Cavill's movie was bad... So people have a negative view of it. I just think there hasn't been a movie where Man of or Superman was good enough for people to have a positive view on it. If that makes any sense. Sure. That's interesting. I thought you'd have a different take. I think Henry Cavill ruined the character for a lot of people. I've never met anyone say that except you. No, 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 no. But that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you're introduced to Superman with Henry Cavill's Superman... That's your first look at Superman for the generation younger than us and maybe our generation a little bit. If that's how so many people were introduced to Superman and then they say, yeah, Superman's not a good character, that's Henry Cavill. That's the Henry Cavill portrayal's fault because they think he's not a good character because they haven't seen him be great because nobody reads comics anymore. The animated series... You're not going back and watching unless you're an avid fan or you grew up with it. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Nobody is, like, I'm not, I know I'm in, I'm not in the minority, I don't think. But if you know Superman and you see Man of Steel, you know it's a terrible portrayal. What this statement is saying specifically is the reason a lot of people, like you said, maybe prefer Deadpool to Superman is because he's been done not justice. He hasn't been Superman in the no, public I think, eye. I definitely think that's part of it. Yeah. Horses. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Agree. You know, I was on FaceTime with Rachel yesterday, and I f- laughed, and she took a screenshot of the FaceTime, and she sent it to me. Dude, I look like a horse, man. Dude, I got some big old teeth and some big old gums, dude. Big old. Dude, it was crazy. 
big old ears. You left those out. Yeah, but that's not a horse thing. Yeah, I got a what? big old. I got Horses a, got big ears. I got a big old neck. That's a giraffe thing. Horses have necks too. Not like a giraffe though. Yeah, but horses have longer necks than humans. Mm-hmm. But proportionate to their body? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. It's pretty long because they got that long neck. Their neck is. The I would say their neck is like at least half the length of their back. No, I don't think that's correct. I'm the horse guy. It's about it's about that. Look at that drawing. Look at that neck. That neck. Yeah, it's almost the entirety. Like, look, look at this. Look at this. Look, look, look. That's the neck. That's about half the back. You're right. So if a human's neck was this long, <laughs> that'd be whack. <laughs> The best episodes of Star Wars television have nothing to do with the Force or lightsabers, i.e. Mando Season 1, Episode 6, the Prison Break episode, or Mando Season 2, Episode 6, which is Boba Fett kicking ass against the Stormtroopers, or like the Clone Cadets, like Clone Deserter, episodes of Clone Wars, or like all of Andor. So the statement is, the best episodes of Star Wars television have nothing to do with the Force or lightsabers. Three, two, one. Agree. I haven't seen Andor, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of Clone Wars episodes that are great that do. Absolutely. And the Siege of Mandalore has a lot to do with the Force and lightsabers, and those are the four best episodes of Star Wars television. But in a general statement, I would say, yeah, I would say of... If you were to bring up the S-tier Star Wars episodes of Star Wars television, if it was 50 episodes, I'd think 15 of them have to do with the Force. Interesting. Or the Jedi or lightsabers or whatever. Spider-Man has the best superhero costume. Three, two, one. Disagree. Agree. You're biased. Clearly. Yeah. I, I just, I think that's too general of a statement. There are some amazing costumes that aren't Spider-Man, namely the Ben Affleck Batman suit. There's, there's just a lot of amazing costumes that a lot of people love. This might be really stupid, but Ooh. I don't think I've ever seen a female in any sort of costume ever that made me more mm -hmm, than seeing one in a Spider-Man costume. That's an interesting tech. Maybe that's just something weird that that's, I got going again, on. Again, that might be your personal bias. <laughs> Probably. You've worn that hoodie for yeah. the for your entire life. I remember when I got it. I have an interesting take for you that, I mean, I don't know where else we would share this. This is maybe more of a Patreon thing. But uh -oh. you just talked about women looking good in Spider-Man suits. And I'll absolutely give that. You've never seen a rogue? There are a lot of other good ones. I'm not saying there are not. But, but Spider-Man like, gets you going the most. I, I'm I've I don't think I've ever seen a rogue that did it more for me than a <laughs> Spider-Man, dude. Okay. Anyway, my take is is I would spend a lot of money to give my girl just Spider-Man outfits. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> like all different variations. You want Tasman too, baby? Here uh -huh. you freaking yeah, go. Uh this is an interesting take that this is gonna have to do with your future that you're just talking about. Um I know a lot of cosplay girls that do Spider-Man suits and this and that. 
I think the Insomniac Spiders band suit with the big white logo looks consistently better on women than men. Thank you. Yeah, what's that about? I don't understand. But like every single time I see it on a girl, I'm like, that looks like it's made for a woman. Yeah. And I I think it looks great in the game. I'm not complaining about it. But it's not the best. No, it's nowhere near. It's not Tasm 2. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. But I'm like consistently like, Rachel, you look great. Rachel's worn. Rachel Everett. Oh, I was like, your girlfriend? No, 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 no. Rachel Everett. Like, yeah, right. no, yeah. Rachel looks great in that. Like, I, I just consistently see yeah, girls in that suit and I'm like, oh, that looks way better than it, it does on a man. Is it just because like women consistently are just like men are way uglier than women on a per capita basis? Absolutely. That's also very true. Yeah. We're ugly. Oh, we're so ugly. Like what's wrong? There are some you? hot guys. Give me a Gosling. Give me a Jacob Elordi. Um, But overall, men are pretty ugly. Yeah. Even the hot guys are ugly. Pete Davidson. Yeah. What's wrong with him? (laughs) He looks kind of like a rat, dude. He used to have some big old horse teeth. What animal do I look like? Yeah, I don't... You look like... You look a lot like Rufus from Kim Possible. So do I. I don't got the big teeth. If I had big teeth, sure. No, but like your skin tone... Like, yeah, but Ruf- Rufus is kind of ugly, but he's got like a cute factor for him. Absolutely. I mean? I'll take that. I'm saying you're a cutie pie. Yeah, men are ugly. Ugly, dude. Shout out all the women. Hat guy wears hats to conceal his terrible hairline. Three, two, one. This is a fact. I thought it was just your terrible haircut. No, I mean, yeah. You know, I look like Ellen DeGeneres, but Rachel likes it. Um, Yeah, this is not good. I think that's average, dude. That's yeah. normal. It's coming back, dude. It's fine. I'll, you know, be sad. So that's why I started, like, wearing hats, like, consistently. And then, you know, it, it, a lot of people might not remember this, but in the in most of episode one of the podcast, in the James Gunn emergency podcast, and episode four, so three of our first five episodes, three of our first five episodes, I'm not wearing a hat. But... I was hat guy from the moment of episode three. So I had to just be hat guy. Uh, to be honest, this wouldn't be my choice, but I have no problem with people calling me hat guy. I love it. And finally, we don't talk about Bruno is a top five Disney song. Three, two, one. Disagree. Wow. I love it. It's I, I, I think it's pushing top 10. I think top five is a big statement. It is sonically written genius and brilliant and every compliment you could possibly give it, it's it's in that conversation. But to say it's like top five, like when you got, you know, whole new world, make a man out of you, you know, so much from the circle, Lion circle King. Circle of life, yeah. Yeah, like... like I, I, I am musically illiterate mm-hmm. and my opinions are just whack at my opinion yeah yeah yeah. no i think i should save this for our hot takes but you largely don't like we don't talk about bruno no i think we don't talk about bruno's a good song oh okay good yeah all right i'll save i'll save it all right now i'm scared we're moving on to a christmas Song bracket. Speaking, Speaking of, of you being sonically illiterate. Yeah, but I'm going to argue hardcore for these, dude. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's do it. 
I see those sleigh bells jingling, ring, jing, jingling too. I don't think that's the words. Uh, shout out, um, our friend Saka style. Yeah, so you're the man. Yeah, so there's a there's a there's a patron and a fan that goes by Saka style who makes brackets for us all the time. He within 30 minutes made us a Christmas songs bracket when we decided we wanted to do this in this episode. We kind of took that and and used it as a jumping off point and created our own using his. And it was very helpful, so shout out him. And the bracket we're going to be doing on the Patreon of Christmas movies, he also he made. also did. He is a total professional. So right. shout out Saka style. Here we go. We have an uneven amount this time, so let's just get through it. Um, Frosty the Snowman. Okay. Silent Night. Stille Nacht, Heilige Nacht. English. That's German. I know. I'm going Frosty. I think Silent Night is good. It's classic. It's just too slow. Frosty the Snowman. snowman. And it's got the short that goes with it. But Silent Night is so beautiful. Frosty. Okay. It's losing in the next round. I realize I'm going to have to, like, fight (gasps) some battles with you. So, like, I'll just give that one to you. All right. Joy to the World, Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. That one? Yep. And? Joy to the world. Joy to the world. Wonderful Christmas time. Yes? Yes? You did that? No, I put joy. Alex, this is not even a joke right now. I, this might be, I'm a very passionate person. Uh-huh. I've been very passionate on this podcast before. Uh-huh. You have seen my passion come through in joy, in tears, and in anger. Uh-huh. This might be top ten most passionate things I'm about. I think Wonderful Christmas Time is top three worst songs I've ever heard in my life. I think it's awful. I think it should be at the top of everyone's most annoying Christmas list song song list. And the fact that he just says, Having a wonderful, wonderful Christmas, Christmas time. time, and then guess what he does for the rest of the song? The same, the same, the same exact thing. Da, 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 da. And then he does it again, and then he does it again, and, da, then, da, da, it again. and then as he's singing, I'm loading the gun da, 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 to da, da. put myself out of my misery. Simply, stop it. Having I'm gonna, a wonderful Christmas time. Simply, stop. stop. I want that one to win. No, no. Listen, look, I want you to look deep into my eyes and my soul. I, I need you, you to stop. I got this. No, mm-hmm. no. I like this song. I'll quit the podcast. Bye bye. Bye bye now. Simply if you do this again, uh, they sing it a lot because it's catchy, brother. I want you to understand this is not a bit. This what, isn't a bit. This is not a bit. What I'm about to do. What I'm about to say to you. Okay. If you do that, I'm, I'm just letting you know. I'm being dead serious right now. Don't forget about the cameras. If you sing that little bit again, I will throw the rest of my water at you. There is a microphone right here. I'll figure it out. I put joy to the world through. Okay. It's awful. I think it's one of the worst. Like It's ever- like stuck in my head now. Like I want to sing it. It's awful. It's great. It's awful. It's it's just, it's just, and the sound of it is terrible. I hate everything about it. It makes Christmas time not as fun for me. Um, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Jingle bells. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Jingle bells is, is classic. Specifically the Michael Bublé version. This is something we need to talk about. I think... On any of these particular songs, we can take our favorite version and include that in our thoughts. Yeah, so then I'm going Michael Bublé, and you can't, you can't.
with Michael Bublé in Christmas time for me. No, yeah, it's Christmas. That, that's Christmas for me. No, he, he is he is Christmas. Him and pentatonics. It's like, <laughs> what? Why is that funny? <laughs> the way you, it was very just quick, just. Michael Bublé, Pentatonics. That's Christmas. Because that, that's I literally have a, a playlist that is just those two artists and all of their Christmas songs. Um, Jingle Bells is a classic, dude. Yeah, but I, but Michael Bublé carries. Yeah, okay. To look a lot like, dude, his voice is silk. Winter Wonderland. Here comes Santa Claus. Mm, singing a winter wonderland. Here comes Santa Claus, a snowman. That's got to be winter wonderland. Okay, I'm fine. I love you. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Right down Santa Claus Lane. Singing to incense and all his rain. You're pulling on the reins. So hang your stockings and say your prayers, because Santa Claus comes tonight. Yeah, but it's still winter wonderland. All right, mistletoe. I think that's. Justin Bieber. Oh, under the mistletoe. With I don't know that you. one. I don't know that one. Shoddy with you, with you. What did he say? Shoddy with you. With shoddy. You. He says shoddy under in a Christmas the song. Mistletoe. Yep. He, is, he says shoddy in a Christmas song. Yep. I don't know. I don't know what the other one is. I'm voting for that one. Absolutely not. I've given you two so far. I get mistletoe. Mistletoe's in my top five. Do you hear what I hear? Do, Do you, you hear, hear what I? I, I get that. That's right. Fine. Yes. See, that's why you give him some of the battles that really don't matter. Because you'll win the ones that do. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming, coming to, to town. town. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, Little Saint Nick. These are both very poppy and fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Santa Claus is coming to town. Because... Only because of the Bruce Springsteen version. Oh, okay. Sure. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. I'll give I it to you. I think it's Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I would refrain from playing it just so we don't get demonetized. We'll be fine. Okay. Our money will go to Bruce Springsteen. It's worth it. It goes to the boss, dude. This one? Were he doing it live? Dude, it's so hype. Hold on. Wait for it. Alright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's so good. Alright. Okay. Um God rest ye, merry gentlemen, Feliz Navidad. Three, two, one, Feliz, Feliz Navidad. Navidad. Yeah. You but, know, you know we're both bilingual kings. Of course out here. we are. Absolutely. See, dude. Um <laughs> the, the Pentatonics version of God rest ye, merry gentlemen is fire though. Uh Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Yep. Christmas time is here. That's like the penis one. Christmas time is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going. Grandma? Yeah, yeah. Me too. Obviously. People hate that one. I think it's fun. It's super fun, and it created a very fun animated movie. Jingle Bell Rock. Holly Jolly Christmas. Oh, these are very similar. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. Holly Jolly Christmas. It's, it's the, the best, best time of the year. year. That's really tough. They're so similar. Tough. So let's just think through, like, is there a specific version of either of these no. songs that we like better than the Not other? Not for me. I think, I think. Oh, Bu- Holly Jolly Christmas. Buble has one. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I, that's what I was going to say that. Holly Give me that. Just, Jolly uh, Christmas. It's like silk. Dude, yeah. you're on one time. Ah! That's what I'm talking about. 
Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I give it to someone special. Which one's losing? Oh, what come you all you faithful. Oh, I like Oh, come all you faithful. I know this. I'm going to sound like a broken record. Have you heard the pentatonics? I haven't, but I, I'm going to go. I just, oh, come all you Yeah, but the, the pentatonics version. I'm sure. It's they, great. They, like, They're really good. They bring in like an African choir and it's like jazzy. It's like, oh, come all you. Oh, come all you faithful. Oh, come all. And it's I, I'm high. sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. And they're in a church. I just. Or do you want to give it to come all you faithful? I, I would let you have it. Either way. I want it. You want Last Christmas? Yeah. Right. Last Christmas is probably top three for me. While I was trying to look up the annoying song from earlier, uh-huh. I kept up looking 10 annoying, the top annoying Christmas songs because I just figured Christmas time would be at the top of all the list. It wasn't. Yeah. All, at on Almost every single list was Last Christmas. I like Last Christmas. Yeah, I, I didn't get to hate. I don't get that at all. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. <laughs> I really don't hate Christmas. You're giving me this. What is I Really Don't Hate Christmas? It is a song from the Phineas and Ferb Christmas special. Sure. It is Dr. Doofenshmirtz's song. Sure. And it's awesome. Sure. I'll play a clip of it later. Um, yeah, you can have that. I think the Phineas and Ferb Christmas special What was is it going against? All I Want for Christmas. My two yeah, yeah, yeah. Give this. Take that. I think the Phineas and Ferb Christmas... Like, when I was growing up, we had a lot of Christmas traditions, and we would always watch, like, the Christmas specials, like the Charlie Brown one, Rudolph, Frosty. We'd watch all those. We now do Phineas and Ferb almost every year. I do. The Phineas and Ferb Christmas special is one of the best Christmas specials ever. I think it's super clever. It's funny. The songs are awesome. There was a couple of Phineas and Ferb songs on here. I only put this one. I think you should watch it if you haven't. I haven't. Uh, I don't know what this is. A Nonsense Christmas? Yes. That's Sabrina Carpenter's Christmas song. It's like a remix of one of her biggest songs, if not her biggest song, which is called Nonsense, but it's a Christmas song. And well, it's, that is unfortunate. I'm talking digging all the halls. I'm talking opposite small. Dude, that shit is hard. Unfortunately, it's up against Run Run Rudolph, and I'm not letting that get kicked out. So I, I, wait. Too late. I would be willing to trade something to keep Nonsense Christmas. I like Nonsense Christmas quite a bit. Run, run, Rudolph. Santa's got to make it to town. I like that song, but I think Nonsense yeah. Christmas is Phineas, really fun. Phineas sings that on the Phineas and Ferb album. I, you're not giving me this? All right. I don't I don't think I should have to. Okay. I've never heard it. It's not a classic. Like No, it's no, not a classic. There's but... nothing going for it except your personal bias, and I think that's not fair. Okay. Santa, tell me. Speaking of newer ones, mm-hmm. Ariana Grande. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's Santa, fire. Tell, tell me if you're really there. Silent Night is on here again, so it's going to lose again. That's really funny that we put it twice. Yeah, it just got on here to double lose. No, one was Silent Night. The other one was Stile There you go, yeah. Mr. Grinch. Yeah, this is a classic. And it's a classic. You're a mean one. Mr. Grinch. I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole. Were you there when I explained the Tyler? You weren't there. You weren't there. Do you want a spiel about something in the music industry? It's like kind of an insider thing, but you'll think it's... Can you you do it in 30 seconds? No. Then no. Okay. (laughs) Do you really want to say it? Only if you want to hear it. It's an interesting story about the... I want to hear it, but I want to hear it off camera. You don't want to tell me then, do you? No. It doesn't matter. No, it's... it's, I'm going to give you 30 seconds. 
I'll give you 60. Yeah, I can do it at 60. So, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. It's a classic song, right? The guy's got a slimy, gross voice, everything like that, right? Well, Tyler, the creator, when he came out, he's a rapper. When he came out, he was doing a lot of edgy stuff to piss off like a lot of old people. When I was an 11-year-old, I loved Tyler, the creator, even though he was saying things like, rape a pregnant bitch and tell my friends I had a threesome real Tyler the Creator bar and saying things like that with his gross voice got him banned from the UK. Okay. But very recently, 2017, he came out as gay and started making very softer music, more Frank Ocean vibe. That's kind of the vibe he was going with. And then his next album after Flower Boy was literally called, it's literally, it's called Igor. It's literally a romance album, like full on 100%. So he was softer so he could like get brand deals. He could be played on the radio. He got unbanned from the UK. They got him to do the soundtrack of the Benedict Cumberbatch Illumination Grinch movie. And we all in the music industry thought, oh, this guy with the slimy, raspy voice was going to do You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. And it was going to be really interesting. But it was after he was soft. So it's like really soft and kind of a boring remake. And everybody thought you got the perfect guy. You just got him at the wrong time. Nice. Thank you. I liked it. Uh, what child? It was like it? a big discourse in the music industry, though, a couple of years cool. ago. It was like real, like everybody was talking about it. Continue. What child? What, what, what were you going to say? Uh, nothing important. Say it. Someone I know is a really big fan of his. Yes. Yeah. But the person that I know that really likes him isn't on my list of good people. I know who you're talking about. She recently went to his festival. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what child is this? Love. It's losing. Linus and Lucy. What's Linus and Lucy? I don't even, I've never even heard of Linus and Lucy. Yes, there's a great, there's got to be a great pentatonics version of What Child Is This? There probably is. They've done so many. What Child Is This? No, absolutely not. It, no, I like, I. Abso- turn this off. We're going to get demonetized. We're going to get demonetized. There's nothing better than this. What Child Is This? You are not We're saying no to this scene. To rest. On Mary's lap is sleeping. No. Boring, lame, Linus and Lucy. One of the best Christmas specials of all time. What child is this is the best version of the boring, oh, come all you faithful. I don't care. I don't care. Stile knocked silent night. This is one of the most iconic, like, animation scenes of all time. You know how many times this has been memed and used? Like, this is iconic. What child is this? It's catchy. The piano is great. It's Linus. No, I'm not giving you this. I'm sorry. It's not even close. It's not close. If you put that on anywhere, people will enjoy that more than what child is this? No. No. Tell that to my grandmother. Sorry, I wasn't speaking to the 90-year-olds. Carol of the Bell, Deck the Halls. Carol of the Bells. Carol of the Bells. Shout out. Do you know who wrote that? It's going to blow your mind. Is it Kendrick Lamar? No. You ready? It's somebody that you look at as a goat. You're going to look at them even more as a goat. Who? John Williams. No. No, he didn't. Uh Uh-huh. No, he didn't. Oh. Yeah. Isn't Carol the Bells like super old? Oh. Carol the Bells is a popular Christmas carol with music from 
Mikola Lightovich, the Ukrainian song, and lyrics by Peter Wilhowski. Oh. What is the story? Yeah, I'm not seeing any anything about John Williams. Let, oh. me, let me search if there's like a story. Did he do a version of it or something? Yeah. I, I was told that he did it. Now I look like an idiot in front of 12 people. He did the Carol of the Bell song that appears in the 1990 Home Alone. Home Alone. Yeah. Oh. But it's definitely been around longer since the 1990s. Nope, I thought it was a new one. So we didn't say, but Mr. Grinch beat Oh Christmas Tree, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. All I want for Christmas. Mariah Carey, maybe. Mm-hmm. Probably the goaded Christmas song. Frosty. All I want for Christmas. Wait. Okay. Okay. So we might get some new ones. Like, we're going back up to the top, but some had buys. So, okay. Uh, Joy to the World, Oh Holy Night. Joy to the World is my vote. Sure. I really like Joy to the World. That was always one of my favorites growing up. Baby, It's Cold Outside, the rape song. I was about to say, okay, yeah, sexual assault. So I'm clearly, I'm clearly voting that one. Jesus. I'm kidding. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Michael, Michael Blake. Blake carries. Wait, over the pedophile. It's, it's not, not a pedophile, pedophile song. It's like a rapey song. I, mean, I think it might they, as well be by Robin Thicke. Yeah, I think people overreact about that song a little bit, but. It's a little rapey, buddy. It, it, <laughs> it is a little stupid. Winter Wonderland, 12 Days of Christmas. <sighs> we got to go 12 Days of Christmas, right? So I'm torn about this one. Here's why. Five golden rings. Right. Classic. Weird. Like so but Christmassy. It's a banger. But it's a banger. But there are some versions of it that I'm just like, I seriously roll my eyes at. And I think it there is just stupid and lame. But then there are so many like remixes and covers and like funny versions of it. Uh-huh. Like there's a Phineas and Ferb version and it's hilarious. And there's like so if I can include all of those, I'll do 12 Days of Christmas. But overall, I think it's a little overhyped. What was it against? Winter Wonderland. Walking in the Winter Wonderland. Pentatonix version's fire. Uh, have yourself a Merry Christmas. Have yourself a Merry, Merry Christmas. Blue Black. Mm-hmm. Mistletoe. Can you give it to me? I've given you so much. You're going to put mistletoe through? I love it. It's a top fiver for me. I'm going to be under the mistletoe with you, shoddy with you. Stop saying shoddy. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. I love that song. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. But I'm going Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, it's been said. Many Many times, times, many many ways, ways, Merry Christmas. Um, You give me the Santa Claus coming to town? Yeah, Yeah. that's fine. Let it snow, Feliz Navidad. Three, two, one, let it snow. Feliz Navidad? Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. snow. Yeah, it's great. I like Feliz Navidad, though. Feliz Navidad. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Feliz is great. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Rospero años felicidad. What do you want? I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to... Dude, they're getting a whole concert. Which one? Yeah, I want to go Feliz Navidad. All right. 
think Lynette Snow's a clear winner there, but it's all right. Grandma got run over. Yeah. I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Wow, two very memed songs. Uh huh. I think I'm going I Saw Mommy. Really? Okay. Because I like, there's a version of it. Might be Kelly Clarkson. I saw mom. She sings the hell out of it. Okay. Kisses Santa Claus last night. Oh, I know she, what you're talking about. She sings the that version. F- out of it. Yeah, that version's good. Yeah. Santa baby. Santa baby. This is the horny one. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. It's the. Look at my big old puss. That's not in there. <laughs> that's what pretty much what she. It said. is a gold digger song for sure. Uh, versus Holly Jolly Christmas. Of a holly jolly Christmas. Yeah, I'm going that over the prostitute song. Yeah, for sure. Last Christmas, Mary Did You Know. Mary Did You Know is a Christmas song? It's about Mary, the mother of Jesus. Yeah, but they always play it during Easter at my church. Hmm, That also makes sense. Mary, did you know that that your baby boy... And what is it, Last Christmas? Yeah. I want to go Last Christmas... But I love Mary, Did You Know? It's probably my second favorite of the slower songs, like who, What Child Is This and all those. But we didn't let What Child Is This go, so I don't want Mary, Did You Know? to go. You I'm, go? I'm, I'm a broken record, the Mary, Did You Know? Pentatonix version. Ooh. They're sitting in the woods, and they they like all go, and they like they all like are making do you know our, sounds. Do you know our friend that's friends with the dude from Pentatonix? Mm-hmm. You know about that connection? Yeah, I've been there when he's been there. Did you tell I, him? You're like, I'm your biggest fan? No. Oh. But I did take, I took a picture of him with our friend for them. They're like, can you take a picture? I was like, sure. Of the Pentatonix guy. She was at, at our concert. Hold on. I'm just showing you a clip of this. Look at this. You're, you're never going to tell him that you're a huge fan? I didn't have anything else to talk. Oh, no, it's not this one. What are they? Do? Oh, that's, that's something else. Their version of Mary Did You Know is really good, but it's not the one I was thinking of. Oh. So you want Last Christmas? I'll give it to you. Yeah. I love Last Christmas. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. We wish you a Merry Christmas. I really don't hate Christmas. I really don't hate Christmas is the Dr. Doofenshmirtz version. And what is it? What? What's the other we, one? Uh, wish you a Merry yeah, Christmas. Yeah, you can, you can have the Doofenshmirtz version. I don't like we wish you a Merry Christmas that much. It gets a little annoying, huh? Run, run, Rudolph, Silver Bells. Uh, Silver Bells. You can have Run, Run, Rudolph. I really like Run, Run, Rudolph. I know you do. Rocking around the Christmas tree, Santa, tell me. That's tough. Rocking around the Christmas tree. The Ariana. Santa, tell me if you I'll go with you. I don't care. I'm good with either of these. I love rocking around the Christmas tree, but I love Ariana so much. I just, I'm going to go Ariana. Okay. Mr. Grinch, Hallelujah. Hallelujah is a better song, I think. I think Mr. Grinch is a better Christmas song. Hallelujah is a Christmas song? Yeah, that one. Then why does it play during Shrek? It plays during Shrek. That's like, like legitimately... This is not a hot take. This is not something crazy. Hallelujah is as famous of a song because of Shrek. That is not. That's not true. No, no, no. I'm not with That's you. not true. Let us know in the comments. How do you know Hallelujah? And tell us it's from Shrek. Well, you know, our 11-year-old fans are going to agree with Bubba, you. People I'm not, love agreeing with you because they like being different. That doesn't make it true. Bubba, I'm not with you here. I'm not with you. Smash Mouth All-Star came from Shrek. Are you going to agree with that? Of course. I'm telling you, hallelujah, on a similar level. No. 
if you search all-star, I'm sure Shrek will come up pretty quickly. If you search hallelujah, it will not come up. I'm telling you. Linus and Lucy, Blue Christmas. Uh, do you want Linus and Lucy? I do. All right. You can have it. Carol of the Bells. Oh, no. Carol of the Bells should be in the finals, but now it's not going to be, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Carol of the Bells, Underneath the Tree. Our favorite. Our favorite. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson, our queen. Underneath the tree. Easy. Carol the Bells should be in the finals. It got Carol jipped. The TSO version. Yeah. Carol the Bells is potentially I nor when people say what's your favorite Christmas song, I normally list that one. It should be in the finals. But underneath the tree is a banger. Maybe my number one. Yeah, it's All I Want for Christmas, Joy to the World. I'm fine with either of these. All I want for Christmas mm-hmm. is Mariah Carey. Easy. Okay. That's the goat. Yeah. That's like this would be like if this was an MCU bracket. Infinity War. Infinity War, dude. Yeah, but so many people are like so sick of it that it, it might. No, happen. bro. She makes so much money every December because of it. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Twelve days of Christmas. I it's, think. Wait. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And twelve days of Christmas. Yeah, I think we're wait. going buble here. Yeah. Yeah. Mistletoe. Santa Claus is coming to town. I think your your reign ends here. Santa Claus coming to town. Because yeah, yeah, you love yeah. the Bruce Springsteen version. I don't love the Bruce Springsteen version. I want to go mistletoe here. Thank you. Feliz Navidad. I saw Mommy kissing Santa. Oh, easy. Three, two, one. Feliz, Feliz Navidad. Navidad. Holly Jolly Christmas. Last Christmas. Three, last Christmas. Two. Three, two, one. Last Christmas. Holly Jolly Christmas. <laughs> I like Holly Jolly Christmas. Have a Holly Jolly Christmas. Fun. Not la- last Christmas. Sure, I'll let last Christmas go through Thank if, you. if we go up and put mistletoe back. You really like Holly Jolly Christmas that much? I like Santa Claus is Coming Town better than all four of these things that we're talking about right now. So if you... Put, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll put last Christmas through. Okay. Yeah. You could have Santa Claus is Coming to Town and I'll give... Then I want last Christmas. All right. Because I think Last Christmas is a better song than Mistletoe. Fair deal. I really don't hate Christmas. Run, Run, Rudolph. I'll put Run, Run, Rudolph. Yeah, you love that. Those are both your picks. I'll let you make that Santa, decision. tell me, Mr. Grinch. Ariana Grinch. Mr. Grinch, yeah. Is... Yeah, yeah, Love her. Yeah, but... I'm coming. thrilled she made it this far. Linus and Lucy, underneath the tree. Underneath the tree. Underneath the tree, there you go. All right, back up. All I want for Christmas, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I We can't vote off Mariah here. Okay. I, I, lo- I love Buble. Yeah, no, I yeah. I love Buble, but I don't know how you. I, I mean, it's Mariah season. We might fight here. Santa Claus is coming to town. Feliz Navidad. You really want Santa Claus is coming to town? All right, I don't done done yours. I just don't think. I think Feliz Navidad is a classic. I think it's good. I just don't think it deserves to be in the semifinals. Done. You're you're fine. You've sold me, and it's your you're clearly Santa Claus is coming to town is your favorite. Last Christmas, run, run, Rudolph. I want last Christmas. Okay. Thank you. I think that's egregious, but I will give it to you because I'm trying to be fair at least. Mr. Grinch underneath the tree. Underneath the tree. Yeah, but we're getting we're getting to all the good ones here. Yeah. These are starting to get tough. All no, of these are. This is are, the final four? Yeah, these are all. Uh, yeah, oh, here we go. Uh, we're going to make a deal here. Okay. And we're both going to be in a good mood. Okay. Read them out. 
All I want for Christmas is going against Santa Claus is coming to town, and last Christmas is going against underneath the tree. Oh. What? Okay. Which which of your two picks do you want in the finals? I mean, we're both going underneath the tree. Yeah, for instead of last Christmas, obviously. Yes. And then what are the other two? It's all I want for Christmas or... Santa Claus is coming to town. You want Santa Claus is coming to town? I do, but I also understand the argument for the other. As long as Santa Claus is coming to town has made it to the semifinals, I'll be happy. But you, you can... I'll give you Santa Claus is coming to town in the finals because we're both going to vote underneath, underneath the, the tree. tree. This one won the bracket. This one won the bracket. Oh, dude. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas. Love you guys.